Yeah. Just your 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 hair's finally had enough. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like I'm done. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I am what I'm I out am. of here. <laughs> my hair is rejecting my weave. I am who I am, and you're gonna have to accept it. <laughs> no more beads. No more weaves. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right, guys. Hey, good morning, and welcome to. Well, it could be any time of the day. Welcome to Between the Reps with Brooke, Gina, and Devin. Yep. And uh, this won't make much sense to you, but I'm going to finish my thought. Yeah, finish it. If if that really was what was happening to me, like let's say I took my extensions out, it's like I would, I'm exaggerating, but just go with me anyways. I would be a weird Barbie. Oh, you would be a weird Barbie. <laughs> you would be. <laughs> we all probably would be. Just, what happened to your hair? Ugh. My owner got a little overzealous, thought she, uh, <laughs> It is like those yeah. little plugs too. Yeah. Yeah. A little science experiment. Got played with too hard. Yeah. The misfit toys. <laughs> Isn't that oh, what used, they did? Yeah. I used to no. I used to love, um, which movie was that? Rudolph? Yeah. Is that a Rudolph movie where the See, other guy just old, wants to be a dentist? Old, yeah. Those old cartoon Christmas movies. Carol or yeah. movies. So good. I watched them all the time. Frost so the Snowman. So good. You know? Happy yeah. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved the Misfit Toys one. Yep. And it had the bumble. Mm-hmm. Was it the bumble? Dude, you know what we have like right down the street that I never knew? There's a what? Bigfoot museum. Oh, I know. No, I've seen it. I, 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 I wanted to stop there so many times. But I mean, I've seen the sign, but I just, for some reason, just didn't Did realize it was an actual museum. No, but Kylie, my daughter went like, I don't know, a couple months back and it's just like one room. But it, the funny part is like, it's just a guy, like there's no actual like Bigfoot proof. Uh-huh. It's just a, like this little old man. He said he used to work in tech. And he decided to sell everything and open this Bigfoot museum, but he he doesn't charge for you to come in, but it's just like a bunch of Bigfoot paraphernalia. (laughs) (laughs) She she said it was kind of weird. I bet. You're like, wait a minute. So did you buy all this on eBay? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's just an enthusiast. It's kind of like the, like the, you're telling me all of this, all of this stuff is someone else's (laughs) discovery, you know? Yeah. Someone else took that picture. Yeah. (laughs) No. And he's like telling her like all the places like big, like, cause there's like families of big feet, big foots, big feet. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. They're all over. I mean, I believe in Bigfoot. You do? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I'm kind of out there. <laughs> there's not there's nothing that you that I would deny anymore. Oh no, sorry. In in regard to like that kind of shit. Now I just I face everything like this. Like, well, I mean, anything could happen. You know me. I'm like such a skeptic that I would probably come in contact with Bigfoot and be like, "Excuse be like, me, sir. That's a suit you're wearing, right?" Hey, cool don't. suit. Where did you buy that? My buddy Daniel would <laughs> I've got to get him. We definitely have like a Bigfoot dinner party planned. <laughs> Bigfoot themed. I can picture you like pulling on the fur being like, this isn't real. <laughs> You're not Santa. Just an idiot. 
You smell like beef and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love what that. What if there movie. was a Santa? Man. Then I'd feel so bad about, you know, giving up on him. I feel so bad for the people that Santa never visited. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Turns out, you know, there is, there is a Santa. There is a Santa and the whole Christmas holiday isn't in fact, you know, I don't know. There's a Santa and he's like, Hey guys, listen, this was just something that started around my town. I don't know how. <laughs> that got out of hand. <laughs> I don't know how all of a sudden I fly. I, I, my, I have rain. I do have reindeer, but that's because the meat is great. You know, and there's, and it, it's just no one's sausages. <laughs> the elves are just his kids that he had to in labor. <laughs> He's just a slave driver. Yep. Yeah. Back to work, Jimmy. <laughs> He's just got a million wives. He's like the FLDS. <laughs> Santa Claus was there them the entire time. Yes. What Which else? I'm... How about you talk about what it's like dropping your daughter off to law school and you're a single mom? <laughs> She's like, I'm broke. Uh yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've been hemorrhaging money. Um I don't know. It's been very strange. Like this is a very strange season of life. Like you raise these kids and you keep thinking, I was thinking about it earlier today, like when they were toddlers, I was like, Oh God, I can't wait till they get older mm-hmm. and they can do stuff for themselves. And you know, then they're teenagers. I'm like, Oh God, I can't wait till they get older and get out of this, you know, asshole phase. And then now I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't mind rewinding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to take it all back. I want to start yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's kind of wild. And um, even just being in Tennessee for, you know, a number of days and kind of having to figure out life here um, with her is it's so different than California. I can't yeah, even, it is in a lot of places. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I've never even been to a lot of places. There. It's actually one place I'd like to actually maybe do some trips just to like see the, like see the, when you see pictures of Tennessee, it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I want to go and just, I don't know, take a walk about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It is very green. Very, very green. It rains. It's been raining a lot here. Um, Everybody is very nice. It feels very safe. We're in Knoxville. Um, It feels really safe and, you know, it's a, it's a pretty neat town. I really, I really like it. It is, um, it is a city. There's, there's city drivers and, you know, Mm -hmm. homeless and all of that. There's all of the issues that cities face. Um, but it's on such a different level than California. Like the other school she got into was in San Francisco and. Oh no, no. While I would have loved to have had her at home. Right. Like I just couldn't even imagine her living in downtown San Francisco. (laughs) No, I don't mind visiting San Francisco. It has a lot of really great places to go. Great Mm -hmm. food, great, you know, um, activities and things like that. But their homeless 
situation is so out of control. So bad. It's so bad. Um, somebody, Daniel was telling me, cause you know, he's, he's from there and he was saying that he saw that somebody had an app and it was, it was called like, the, no, poop. well, there's that one. Yeah. There's the, the poop app where Have you, people... I recently saw a picture of it, what it looks like. Yeah. And the too. whole place is poop. There's not, there's not one area on it that does yeah. not have a brand. Yeah. So yeah. People like, as they're walking by, they'll like, you know, tell you where the poop's at. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's never, I mean, I don't know how the mayor of that, that city is dealing with the fact that they have a poop app, you know, in their city. Um, I just raking in a little bit of cash, you know, if there's any little know. like dollars in the app, you know, like, well, they were saying money. Well, they were saying they're, uh, it's because, you know, their policies are so lax with, when it comes to drug use and all of that, instead of trying to like flood the, the prisons with people. But the backlash of that has been like all the homeless. It's known, like we go to San Francisco, right? <laughs> you know, this is where we go. Um, but they That's had, go. They, right. They yeah. had, um, no, this, app, I can't remember what it was called. It was called like tour of doom or, or something like that. And you basically go and these people are doing walking tours of the worst places in San Francisco. Wow. Oh, like wow. to the left here, you can see all these people doing heroin and yeah. like, I mean, it's, it's bad. And then we were laughing. We were like, I wonder if a homeless guy came up with this, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just <laughs> raking in money, like for these tours, like. Yeah, I see a little niche here. So, yeah, I, they have, they actually have their um, places you can go and they'll give you all of your drug paraphernalia for free. Yeah. They'll give you clean syringes, clean, clean crack pipes, like all of, which blows my mind. It's government funded. Yeah. And it's just like. Well, they were supposedly cracking down on that. They have like a new, I don't know, there was a new DA or something that came in to try to clean it up. Cause I think they realized that that wasn't going the direction that they wanted it to. I think that's a newer thing, but I don't know. I just, you know, me and my documentaries, I just watched one on it because it was talking about how, you know, the idea of, you know, trying to make the, like a safe place for all people has, you know, backfired and how it's just out of control. And then it had moms of, you know, kids who were on drugs and they were, saying how this is not the way like put them in jail mm-hmm. and then they did something and, and it followed one of these moms and it actually got one of the kids clean because he spent like two years in jail and they were interviewing people on the streets and you know there there's definitely like programs or, or places that they can go and stay but if it's like a couple it has to be like a woman's shelter and a man, men's shelter or they just don't want to they like living on the streets you know mm-hmm. they can do their drugs and not have to deal with it <clears throat> Well, I remember when I was younger, my dad was talking about, you know, when I was really young, he was talking about probably describing to me the people that I see begging, like beggars, right? Gas stations, et cetera, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Explaining to me that there's a lot of, a lot of people choose that life because they're actually able, they're actually will bring in more money being homeless and begging than they will if they are like a, like a working member of our of our community. I think think you're right. Once they've gotten to a point where they they're, where they're already drug addicted and, and all of, you know, those kinds of things. I don't know. I don't know if, I think it would depend on their background. 
you know, like me, like I wouldn't be like, oh, you know, I didn't go to college. So you know, I think I want to go and like ask for money on the, on the street. No, but you've been yeah. to like, we've been to concerts or like thrift store extravaganzas that are full of people that are, what's the word? Well, no, but like gypsies. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some gypsies, people but like, they, they choose that life. And it's not that they're, that's, that's not putting them in the category of like all of like homeless. We're talking about like in San Francisco that like, it's really bad because they're all addicts. You give them everything they need. And why would they want to clean their life up? If it's going it, to, when you're in that deep, like you, what you, you're going to try and get clean on the street when you're right. living outside. Well, right. there's no incentive the, for the, them the, to get The best clean. chance they have is to put them in, in jail. Right. You know? Yeah. And then you, you know, make them serve a sentence, get them clean. And then if, then if it's a matter of getting them out because of jails are overcrowded or whatever, which I'd rather have communities be safe and clean than let people out because we're overcrowded. But at least from there, then you could have like a, you know, a marker of knowing they've been clean for, you know, well, if you did like drug tests and pr- we all know that they get things into jail. Right. I mean, I know from the movies, I don't know. From <laughs> we're assuming the movies are accurate, <laughs> you know, but then if they like have a, you know, they get out and they get arrested or they get another drug charge or something of the sorts, then it's a more extreme uh, issue. Yeah. I just but, think it's like a really, really, really big issue that's very nuanced. That's hard to like say. It's like this, like all you, I think that's the problem, right? It's like, there's just so many factors to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just watching, um, it's called, pa- I think, Painkillers or something like that. It's on, I want to say it's on Netflix. I've seen, I've seen the picture of that. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, it's really good. It. You should watch it. And it, t- it talks about the, well, remember when we watched Dope Sick? Mm-hmm. It's kind of mm-hmm. like that same idea of like, when the pharmaceutical companies were like pushing opioids. So like you have all of these people who are, you know, upstanding, you know, wonderful people in these like small towns that they're getting hooked on, you know, this, this drug that is, you know, I mean, all, all drugs like change the the chemistry of your brain, but that's so violently ill to get off of that. They will literally go to whatever length. So, you know, it's hard because it's like, then you see some, you see these kinds of things and you go, Cause you know, it's too easy to just kind of go like, well, you know, if you're homeless or you're doing drugs, you're a loser, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's too broad, broad an idea. And, and yeah, it's just, it, it I mean, shows, there's, there's, there's a multitude of issues, but that's like, what I'm saying. It's, even it's like too we, nuanced we know, to be like, they're all like, this or all no, that. Exactly. Or, I think, I think one of the biggest issues <laughs> is we are things you, you can't change that, you know, where we live in a time where people want to like change the past or cover it up or whatever. Truth is can't change it. All you can do is learn from it. And what's is ridiculous. Well, at least I think it's ridiculous is, uh, the willingness to use all of our tax paying, like tax paying dollars for other to go in and try and help or whatever they call help in other countries. But then we have situations like San Francisco, right? There's not money being like, try and make, give more help to the people that are on the streets Yeah. Mm-hmm. versus being like, really? Cause they, we don't get really any help at all. 
as the people. There's not a lot, right? Yeah. Every time we turn around, there's a new something that we have to pay for. There's a new something. Yeah, no, I don't. For. I don't believe in like giving all the handouts and all this. Kind of stuff. <clears throat> I just I mean that, that if there the was an, if there was an effort to like put you know America put their mask on before they help you know anyone else like on an airplane, then we could maybe actually start to help a lot of these people that really shouldn't be in that situation. Yeah, you know, there's people that choose to be in it, and those are also the ones that are the ones that are kind of can be a little scary because they have nothing to lose. Cause they're just like, they live their life and they live on the streets and they run the streets or whatever it is. There's a lot of people that I could imagine from COVID that are, have been displaced and are in an in-between situation where probably like shelters and things like that are overflowing, right? There's no where for people to go. Then you have a lot of people, <clears throat> you know, having like an open border that's causing a lot of those shelters to be filled up. Then you have people here that can't get help. And I do hope and I, I wish that it was different. So I hope that things get better. Yeah. I don't think they're going to probably not, but <laughs> I have hope. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> well, I think that's it's, a it's just funny. There's, there's way there's things that can, like a, a logical person can look at and be like, there's, there's clear ways you can start solving these things. Mm -hmm. But the government, it's like, <laughs> well, that's one of the things that I wonder is like, what, like, for example, San Francisco, just because that's what I'm familiar with and what we're all familiar with is uh, what does the government and the politicians that have been elected in the place, like, what do they think they're doing to help the city um, by not cracking down on drug use, like in a public place, like by not, you know, uh, having resources, more resources for rehabilitation or the homeless to go to, like, they're just dumping money into sort of perpetuating the problem by giving, you know, free paraphernalia by allowing them to just do whatever they want on the street. It is um, hard to, it is hard the, to, to well, try I think and, it's like, a, decipher or like it's like what understand. what do they think is good about that? I think it's a snowball effect, right? It's like when yeah. it was first happening, it was like, well, let's treat these people like you know human beings and let's do this. Well, the problem that they didn't think about is that now you have this huge influx of people coming there because mm -hmm. of that word of mouth and whatever, and so now you've got it's 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 just it started with a a an idea that was uh, like probably felt like a good idea at the time. And mm -hmm. then it just turned into something completely different. And I think like now, I mean, with the amount of people that are there, I don't even know how you would have a police force large enough to deal with the problem there. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I just, yeah. I mean, I'm certainly not going to solve it. No, <laughs> no, me neither. So. Me neither. Anyway, anyway, back, back to, back to Knoxville. All I know is that I, I felt better about her living across the country than downtown yeah. San Francisco. So. Dude, when my, when my mom and dad drove me out to Santa Cruz and I moved there, mm -hmm. my mom cried all night. <laughs> really? Because for one, <clears throat> my dad, as we're driving out every time we had to stop like for gas, right? They were, he got approached by multiple people asking for money. So he was pissed. He's annoyed, but we get there and we got in late <clears throat> and 
for dinner, I'd only been to Santa Cruz once. I had, so it's like my second time going for dinner. We went to the, the only thing that was open was a Santa Cruz diner. Oh, well, yeah. So we go there and park and to go through the door, we literally stepped over homeless people that wouldn't move that were <laughs> yeah. in the entryway. And my mom didn't tell me till later, but that night <clears throat> her, and my dad stayed at the hotel mm-hmm. and then told me later, she cried all night, could not believe she was going to leave me here. Because <laughs> then we found out at the 7-Eleven, you know, just like they were, we were moving, et cetera, there had been a, a shooting at the 7-Eleven that was that kitty corner from where we mm-hmm. first lived. And then we learned from people like that there's, you know, then they learned about the gangs down south and how there's usually some you know, altercation, some sort of thing that happens up in Santa Cruz, them coming up. And my mother <laughs> was, <laughs> she's thinking it's like East LA. It. <laughs> lost it. <laughs> yeah. No, there's definitely there. I mean, like, you know, like anywhere, there's definitely like parts of town that are not great, but I mean, for the most part, I feel safe in Santa yeah. Cruz. Yeah. I always did. I mean, there's yeah. definitely, you know, places that you don't go. Yeah, like I'm not going to go down to the beach flats. I always feel sorry for like, people that are traveling, like if you're ever going to, if anyone's listening, you're ever going to travel to Santa Cruz. Cause it is really beautiful here. There's not a lot of places that you can be in the redwoods and then 10 minutes on the beach. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a lot of really beautiful things, but you do not want to stay anywhere down near the boardwalk. Cause you know, it's such a, it's such a place that, that tourists go and it's, it's hard, you know, to see, like, you see like these families walking, from these shitty hotels, like down in that area, like walking to the boardwalk and you're like, Ooh, that's not a good area. You don't yeah. want to be down there. <laughs> or how we always were like, we'd never go you south of Chianti's. So yeah. If you ever you just don't cross that street. Yeah. You just don't go down that way. <laughs> Capitol is lovely. It's probably a safe bet. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm anyway. not going to law school. <laughs> yeah, so- I know. I know that really surprises everybody listening. All right, I'm stretching. I am so dang sore. What have you been doing? Just you know, regular activity. <laughs> no, not a lot. But you know, I I uh, I work out and I get real sore. So it's just just the way it is. Yeah. Rolled my ankle for a sixth time. See if the coloring. Oh yeah. Last time you had a thing on your foot. Oh wow. And the swelling is going down, but it's green and up to my, oh, and my legs are hairy. Sorry about that. It's blonde. You can't see it. Yeah. Is that from when you were doing the big fish event? Yep. I rolled it three times there and I've rolled it three more times since. What's the fish event? When I did the veteran fundraiser, 30 hour. Oh my God. 30 hours. Yeah. Have you watched the movie The Covenant? No. It's really good. Wait, I feel like I've seen the that. The military movie. It's with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I now, have but, seen it, but I saw it a while ago. I don't remember. Okay. I don't want to totally spoil it because it's Debbie not theaters. Watch it. You should yeah, watch it. I will watch but it. There's, it's a military tech movie, but there's a scene. Basically, this, this guy, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, gets injured, his whole team is uh murdered sorry i had to tell you that 
anyways, there's, there's this one guy who tries to get him out of there and he's, mm-hmm. he's a, um, he's a he's translator. Local. He's a local and he like trudges by himself. He can't take main roads because the Taliban's looking for him, all these things. And he's like gone for things. I think it's like th- two weeks or three weeks. Yeah. He had to take like him like hundreds of miles, yeah. hundreds of miles. He, you know, he's super injured. So Jake doesn't remember anything because he was smoking opium the whole time. It's the only thing that he could get him for pain. But anyways, you know, he, um, I was telling my dad, cause we're watching it. And there's just this part that's like so unbelievably physically demanding for him to get him up this hill. And mm-hmm. I thought to myself, like all this shit, it's like, this is why my event was 30 hours. <laughs> it is just grunt work. Right. It is like nonstop, you know, mar- one foot in front of the other, just going, just yeah, putting yeah. your head down and doing it. Yeah. And it was really cool to watch that because it just, it almost, it just made me, like, I already knew, like I had the, the, obviously the idea, I already know that what I was doing is nothing compared to what those men and women like train and do. And when they're right. in the middle of it, you don't have another option. You don't get to quit. Right. Right. Well, right. their lives are at risk also yeah. at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And yeah, you should watch it, Deb. It's a great, it's I a will. great movie. I will. There's another one that I haven't seen yet that me and my parents have been waiting. We were going to watch it's called Sisu. Hmm. Which is, I saw that. I loved Sisu, it. Sisu is a, a word. I think it's in Swedish or something like that. Um, that is used by. I I don't want. I don't know which department or maybe it's all it's them, like special like, forces. Like, like special forces. Thing. Yeah. Yep. But it's about this guy who. Uh, it's over in Norway or something like that, mm-hmm. and he strikes, he finds gold buried on his property and it's in the period of like Nazi Germany. And it's basically this, just this guy who the Nazis come to take it away. And he's old and he just ruins. He's like a retired, he's like a retired special forces. And then, yeah, it's like, it's like one of those, like one man against everybody. Yep. Yeah. And he just fucks up the Nazis. Oh yeah. (laughs) He just fucks them up. It's like one of those, those age old tales of like, you know, they think they've just come across some old miner, mm-hmm, you know, right. and, then they, and then they mess with him. And then he just takes full revenge. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a first blood Sylvester Stallone idea. Like they mess with him and then, yeah, he just comes back and no, it's, it's, it is a great movie. It is extremely gory. I cannot wait to watch it. Yeah. No, there's great. a, there's a movie. Let me see if it's right here. I can't remember what it's called. It's called Old Henry. Have you seen Old Henry? I have seen Old Henry. Same storyline. Yes. So good. Yes. But it gets even better. If I, I don't even want to, uh, do I ruin it? No. Uh, I know what you're going to say. Like when you find out who he is. Yes. Yeah. He's Billy the Kid. Yeah. You just and ruined it. Is, <laughs> I know. I said I was going to ruin it. <laughs> yeah. But it's really good. And it's, yeah. it's a movie. It's a movie that you'd, pretty easily could overlook especially like I didn't overlook it because I was looking for Western films. Cause that's what we like. My dad really likes to watch and I like to watch, but it is really good. 
if you get the chance to watch old Henry, give her a watch. It's the same sort of idea. You know, this person that's just living his life, you know, in his old age, people coming to mess with him, coming to mess with him, mess with him. I'm going to have to watch those. I'll download those for the flight home. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> is, Hopefully is it a, doesn't take 24 hours. Again. Is she in an apartment, a dorm, a home? An apartment. She has a roommate that's How really cute. Okay. She's Better cute. than roommates at college? Oh, yeah. Well, so far. So far better. Um super sweet like she's been in this apartment for a little over a year she's got it decorated really cute um nice girl very nice girl so good yeah yeah i feel i feel all right about leaving her when do you leave her tomorrow oh i feel pretty good about it because i'd just be like i'm coming to i just i'll come help you do you need any i'll i'm showing up coming (laughs) for a visit i'll be back I'll be back. Um, this town, so Tennessee, the they are football fans, okay, oh, yeah. and uh, the Vols, their team, and the stadium the is Vols? the Vols. The Volunteers is their mascot. Oh well, Vols are like moles. Terrible mascot. If it's a vol, <laughs> no, it's it's the Volunteers, but they. <laughs> You know, oh, I have abbreviated it too. Sorry, I was like, you guys, you don't understand. <laughs> Dealing with moles, voles, gophers, terrible, <laughs> terrible situation. You're like, what kind of school is she going to? <laughs> um, but their stadium is a hundred thousand seats, mm-hmm. which is bigger than SoFi. Um, and so I was looking at football games, but their big games tickets to the big games like the the rivalry games are like five six hundred bucks oh Dude, whoa. we should go yeah whoa yeah so i was like well i'll go to one of the lesser you know because uh, oh, it's probably the the team that they're playing mm-hmm. oh, yeah okay. like so if, when they play like uh alabama mm-hmm. or georgia the tickets are super expensive and it's a big deal um i found one they were they're playing I don't even know who it was, some uh, New England team. And the tickets were, you know, a couple hundred bucks. They were a little bit more reasonable. That's still expensive, but, though. Gina, maybe, I know. maybe me, you and Devin should do a girl's trip to a football game. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe one of those less expensive ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we'll we should. This, we'll is like a, paint our this is a fun town. Yeah. We'll, go to the, we'll go to the school store. Yeah, just get all, <laughs> all the gear. Yeah, you just show and up and be like, You just show up as bull, that like the animal instead of the right mascot. <laughs> and then we go to a then we go to a college. Oh, wait, wrong. <laughs> oh my god, no. Is this the book club? Yeah. <laughs> oh my Not gosh, they're doing. Who okay. got their grandma? <laughs> Gina, have you watched Bama Rush? About- I have. Okay, that's happening this week here. Oh, and wow. It's 
a little wild. Yeah. We went to the mall yesterday to get her some, you know, work or like professional clothes and stuff. And uh, looking around, I was like, oh boy, we're in Bama Rush. Yeah. It's right like now. a whole different culture. Yeah. Even yeah. the moms are a different culture. Like they've raised these girls to want to be these to rush sorority girls. And yeah. I'm just like, I, I mean, more power to you if that's your thing. Like, great. But I, I don't get it. <laughs> I know. I know. It's it's so far removed from me. Yeah. <laughs> or like my, or what I would want to do. Yeah. Um, the- these college girls are wearing the those golden goose sneakers that are like six, eight hundred bucks. Oh yeah. And Cartier bracelets and you know, I'm just like, what? What is what? this? What is like, wait, dad like, do wait, for you, a wait, living? Yeah. Wait, you guys are, is your dad you guys single? Are, yeah. You guys are real single? people? <laughs> I thought this was just what it looked like on TV. Yeah. Oh, which speaking kids. of football and all that, did you guys see the the headline that's coming out that remember the movie The Blind Side? Yeah. Yes. Great. Have movie. you seen that headline? Uh-uh. So now it's coming back that the, you know, the guy that they adopted mm-hmm. was never actually adopted. And he's filing a claim because the family that took him in, he's basically saying like, he just found out he was never adopted. They just took, um, oh, what they, what do they call it? It's a conservatorship. Conservatorship. The paperwork that they had him do so basically was when you have not cons- adoption. It was not adoption. It was conservatorship. It was conservatorship. So they're in charge of any any money that came in. He never received a dime from the movie. Oh damn! Yeah, like it's like a whole like scam shit. Like like they basically used him to, and they sold this story, and they sold you know like they took all the money from this movie. Jeez. And he's not even adopted. Yeah, people are sick. And people are sick, man. I was like, oh, man, I loved that movie. I know. I did too. And I was like, I I mean, of course somebody fucking took it. I mean, it's like, I just feel like it's always like that. Horrible. Mm -hmm. It's it's really sad because he, um, I was reading an interview or a statement that he made just saying that he was absolutely devastated. Yeah. That because he thought this family like loved him and was acting in his best interest, it turns out he was a money grab. Yeah. What the hell? I know. It's fucked up, man. I wonder if Tim McGraw or Sandra Bullock will say anything about (laughs) it. I know. That's what I was wondering too. I don't know. It's just, uh, I just saw that. Was it yesterday or the day before? I think it was Monday. And I was like, are you kidding me? Because that happened actually where um, it happened in our church where one of the families that my family was like really good friends with, um, uh, there was, I can't remember if it was a boy or a girl, but anyway, their parents died. And and I can't remember, it was like in something happened, like a car crash or something like that. And they took this kid in. And everybody was like, oh my God, that's so wonderful of them to take this kid in. Da, 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 da. Well, it ends up that they, this child had been left a ton of money by, you know, front, like the parents' estate and then, you know, life insurance and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And these parents took it while this kid was living with them for whatever, six, seven years. And it was all gone. 
Like they were using it. Oh my God. And people are sick. People are fucked up, man. Yeah. So yeah, they obviously got into a lot of trouble, but can you imagine like you've lost your parents, you're taken in by this family thinking that they're taking you in for, you know, cause they love you and they care about mm-hmm. you. And mm-hmm. then they blow all your money. Like there was nothing there was, I don't think there was college money. I don't think there was, there was anything by the time they turned 18, like they had managed to somehow for whatever reason, it wasn't protected and they were able to use it horrible. That's crazy. Money makes people do really weird things, really yep. weird things. And I just think, how can you, fuck, how can you live with yourself knowing that you mm-hmm. did that, you know, to a, to an orphan, mm-hmm. they probably just convince themselves like, well, you know, you know we're all, you, all you, all you have to do is convince yourself. Like if they're like, if they had any sort of conscience for a little bit, that it's just like, I mean, we are like doing a lot for this kid though. You know, like without us, he'd have nothing. He'd be on the mm-hmm. streets. Like it's taking all of our money to have like to pay for him. Like the least he could do is help. You know this like roundabout this rationalizing. That I could totally yeah. see happening and rationalizing it, and then you know, it's because the reason they have to rationalize it because they know that it's wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Should be your your first uh, your first clue. Yeah. It's fucked up, man. <sighs> On that note, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I bought a couple new books. Yeah. To learn how to macrame. <laughs> I've been tying knots. I, do you remember, I think we already talked about this, like the little bracelets we used to make when we were young, friendship yeah. bracelets. Uh-huh. Yeah, you were talking about I started Jack's remaking them. For, yes, I've yeah. made them and I'm teaching my niece how to do it. But then I was like, I bought these uh, macrame Hat, wall hat wall hanging with, that holds my hats mm-hmm. and they're so cute and they're so simple and i'm thinking i could do that i'll just make one so i'm <laughs> you know starting to i have no idea i i'm in uncharted water for myself my mother said she used to macrame all the time but she doesn't know if she can remember any of the knots <laughs> so i'm on my own here but uh so, uh, listeners, if I get it uh, together, I learn how to... eBay store. Yeah, guys. Hey, <laughs> right? I have an Etsy shop because <laughs> oh, yeah, I've decided Etsy, I just need, I need to I need to learn some skills that I can, you know, barter with. <laughs> hey, I know you're looking for you're like this fitness food. thing really isn't working I out. Hey, I gotta guys, open an Etsy shop. It's, it's, it's... <laughs> 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 I know that you'd prefer for me to barter with you some food for your fresh water. But I too need food. But what I do have is this beautiful wall hanging. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm so thirsty. (laughs) I'll give you this. It took me 20 hours for like half your bottle of water. This is going to be, this is going to be your your skill in like a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Brooke's just out there. Like, like, you know how they have them like on the beach, like with all the hats. <laughs> you just got like your your macrame walking down. Well, they, they do that. They do that. When we were they do. With the, or like you go to Mexico. Yeah. You know they do it with like the macrame swing chairs, hammocks. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a bright future for you, babe. Yeah. I mean, listen. They've been they've been making them for a very long time, and it still hasn't gone out of style, which tells me should hold up. Should hold up. Yeah. Stands the test of time. Yeah, I thought about figuring out how to make like natural soap. You know, I was having a brainstorm trying to think about like what are all the things that 
could bring in money for my dad at the ranch. And then I thought, oh, maybe we make soap, you know, me with me and my sisters. And I'm like, listen, we'll start an Etsy shop. And then I learned that my dad has no interest in um, getting milk cows and like the resources aren't there. <laughs> no. And, and, and I guess I don't want it that bad enough to make it happen. Yeah. So soap's off the table. Macrame it is. I feel like, I feel like soap, <laughs> like the soap market is, is pretty oversaturated too. Don't you think? Yes. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. very oversaturated. And I mean, we, I think we've had this conversation before. I am not a fan of bar soap. Not a fan. I feel like whatever. Why? It, like, um, I'd rather I'd rather a liquid soap because uh-huh. I feel like bar soap, especially if you're sharing the shower with somebody else. It's like once I mean it's you know you think about it you're putting it in all these parts. I mean some people will just soap up their hands and then you know do their washing, but guaranteed somebody's taking that soap and just you know <laughs> oh for sure you know, me down in their crotch or you know somewhere. Yeah. And then, and then putting the bar. Yeah. And then putting it just back on. And you're like, you know, like when you get yeah. in the shower and you see the bar soap and it's got all like the bubbles, bubbles on it, yep. like, oh, that was just used. Yep. Right. But that's you why know. you grab it. You rinse a layer well, off. Sure. But you, but if you're in a shared situation, you, you don't know what somebody else is doing. That's true. And I guarantee you, like, there's a, I mean, I've, I've definitely been in a situation where there's like, you know, a pube or something on the soap and I'm like, eh. I'd rather just pump it. (laughs) (laughs) Rather pump, pump and dump, pump and dump it, pump and dump. (laughs) I prefer liquid soap too, Gina. I just had to hear your rationale because I knew it was going to be great. It's going to be something bizarre. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. No, it does make sense. Yeah, I just um. It's just gross. There is, some, there is something about using a loofah, you know, that's satisfying. Like you cover yourself in bubbles. You yeah. Know? You feel cleaner. Yeah. I agree. But even then, like- you don't want a shared loofah. Well, no. Yeah. No. Well, I'm just thinking like my family, like you think of like a, say like a family of four or six or whatever. And like, there's mm-hmm. some people that don't all have their own bathrooms, right? They're mm-hmm. like a shared bathroom and, you know, kids are gross. <laughs> like I don't want to be sharing bath things, even if it's my own kids, yeah. you know, cause, cause kids are nasty. I mean, I mean, adults are nasty. I mean, you did give me your old tongue, your old tongue. I did. <laughs> I did. So, like the pot, but I ran it through the, the dishwasher. <laughs> but, I ran, but I ran it through the dishwasher yeah. on high. I still have it. <laughs> B, you can buy one. It's like a dollar something. No, I know. I bought. I bought one actually because that one really doesn't really work that good, and I've had mm-hmm. other ones. But um, the one I got at Walgreens. Once I took it out of the package, it just, it w- didn't look really like the one, like the picture. I think I'm just going to order one online because yeah, I never, they, there's well. really not, there's not a lot of options for tongue scrapers at the, at the pharmacy or yeah, there's really not. So I'm just going to order a new one. Well, I feel like, like even now, like, I think I have the same tongue, tongue scraper that I've had forever. 
it's probably still the same one that you dropped in the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) It was an accident. Oh man. In the hotel room. (laughs) I just can't believe you still have it. Gina. I I know that's what I'm saying. Like, like my weirdness about like cleanliness or germs or stuff. It does not make sense across the board. I do some (laughs) of the nastiest shit. I'll find myself putting my fingers in my mouth, you know? Like that's probably grosser than anything else I could put in my mouth. Well, we've talked about, remember we had, I don't remember if I was on a podcast talking about who was grosser. Oh, me for sure. And what it was an, it was a conversation. Oh, you know, I think it was when you had with Todd about who was grosser. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Sounds right. But we, we talked about you not liking to brush your teeth at nighttime. Oh yeah. But I've become pretty gross at night. Yeah. I just hate brushing my teeth at night. I'll brush like, my I'll, teeth throughout the day. Like, like yesterday, the kids were coming over. I brushed my teeth at like, you know, six. <laughs> well, I but talking I about like rationalizing, rationalizing yeah. things. I've rationalized this. You know, now I don't really care if I brush my teeth. And then I have a couple cookies like an hour or two later. <laughs> and I just go to sleep. It's just sitting on your teeth. I had to have the, yeah, I had to have this thought process, you know, of like, Brooke, you got to get out of bed and go brush, go rebrush. And I thought, you know what? We brush our teeth in the morning and then we eat all day and then we brush them at night. Sometimes (laughs) I brush them in the middle of the day, but we go all day and food on your teeth, maybe, you know, so many hours before you might brush them again because you're have a meeting or (laughs) something like that. So if I brush them, eat a cookie and I go to bed. And brush them in the morning, ain't no thing. <laughs> I think a dentist would would say differently. I was, I was just gonna say if we have, but any I understand that rationalization. Dentist, yeah, yeah. Or dentists listening, they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Please don't tell people that. No, my guys, dentist, I've been doing it forever. My teeth are great. My dentist listening, and I immediately get like a notification of they've scheduled an appointment. <laughs> yeah, Devin, I have an appointment. <laughs> Dr. B, if you're listening. <laughs> um, I was lying. <clears throat> All right, guys. Wrap her up. We're wrapping it up, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Five-star rating, five-star warning. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Talk Bye. To you next week.